The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Something we've been talking about on this show all week, and huge amounts of you have gotten in touch about it as well. So thank you uh, for that. Has been shortcomings in the CAMS system, the Child and Adolescent Mental Health Services system. John Joe Ginley is the founder of AutismDad.ie, and he is with me now. He understands the shortcomings better than most. John Joe, you're very welcome to the programme. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your son? Well, thank you very much for having me on, uh, Kieran, and uh, good afternoon to your listeners. Yeah, I have, I've got four boys. Uh, two of them are on the autism spectrum. My eldest boy, he is now 15. Now, as many parents with children with autism will realise that autism doesn't really come by itself. There are other issues that are usually uh, co-diagnosed with autism. And he suffers from extreme anxiety and social anxiety. And that anxiety has led to uh, severe OCD, which was uh, compounded by the fact that he was actually bullied at school. And he was bullied so much that uh, he was on the verge of suicide. In fact, the the poor lad actually uh, filmed a a video uh, which we were supposed to get in the event of him uh, carrying out that that act. That act. And yeah. so once we discovered that, we fought very hard to get him to CAMS. Now, it was a long road towards CAMS because in our first instance, we turned to what was previously called the autism services. They believed that it wasn't the autism, it was the OCD and the bullying that was causing him the mental issues. So they recommended him for CAMS. But then CAMS would turn around and say, no, it's the autism that needs to be treated and he has to then go back to the autism services. So it was a very, very long road for us to actually get towards CAMS. Uh, And we had to take dramatic action. We had to take him to uh, what was then now doc out of hours. Yeah. Really after our doctor had uh, recommended him to CAMS and still put on the waiting list. But once there was a, a serious intervention in the now doc, we managed to get to see CAMS. And once you get through that long road to actually get into CAMS, I have to say that the, the, the individuals are, are excellent. Mm. However, they are extremely overworked. They are very, very few of them. And because of the massive workload that they have, they can only de- devote a limited time scale to each individual child. So what you're getting in reality is more of a triage system where what they're trying to do is stabilise the child. Unfortunately, they can't really delve deep and work together with the child as you would want to try and help the child evolve and manage and lessen mm. the, the OCD and the social anxiety. And is that, and sorry, John, to cut across you, is that, is that simply because they're so overworked and under pressure? that they know, listen, we're, we're not going to see this child again for a certain amount of time, so this is the best we can do. Yes, so as I say, it's about a triage. They, they have very limited resources. They have very limited am- amount of uh, uh, consultant psychologists. And they just really... And that leads to uh, what I would call a, an, an initial rush to the prescription of medication. We fought against the prescription of medication for our child as long as we possibly could. But because of the reality of there was no uh, clinical support because they just don't have the resources, 
we eventually had to work with the best solution possible to try and stabilise our child. Mm. And part of that stabilisation to take part of the, the ration support that is there is the use of, the use of medication. But we, but we did, uh, it took a long time for us to sit down, myself and my wife, uh, to, to discuss and to sort of, in the end, we just had to give in and say that the medication was the only thing that was there yeah. that was going to keep our child, our child alive. If, if I'm be, if I'm being brutally honest, yeah, that we had, we had to make we had to make that decision. Now again, I'm not criticising the individuals that are involved in camps. They are they are top quality professionals. However, there are not enough of them, and my big worry is that given the the report that has just been issued by. Uh, I think it's Dr. Susan Finnerty. Yeah. That this could this could be an excuse for Mary Butler, who's the minister responsible for this, to put a quick easy fix on paper and centralise the, the CAM system in areas of expertise. Now that looks fantastic on paper, but we're in rural Donegal. In fact, we're in we're in the parish of Gidoa, and for us to even get to Letterkenny where the CAMs are based, that's that's an hour's journey. If they were to centralise CAMs in areas of expertise, such perhaps in Galway, it might look great on paper. But those people putting that, those plans together, they don't understand, one, the, the issues of autism, where long journeys are never <laughs> an easy activity no. for it, both the child with autism or even the parents and the children with mental health. Because I, I'm not wishing to uh, really uh, be negative on too much on the cams, but the, the thing is, you you can't get in touch with them. The out of hours phone lines are, are never answered. Uh, they're never. Uh, all you can do is leave a message, and then they're, they're so busy that it takes a long, long time for them to come back to you. Mm. And if that that's bad enough when it's forty five minutes to an hour away in Letterkenny, but if it was centralised in an area such as Galway, which would be four hours away, the support for our children which is bad enough at the moment, would be dramatically reduced. And I, I think that would be a, a grave concern for any parent with children that require the services of camps. So what then, John Joe, is, is your vision of the fix? You know, if it's not kind of centralisation of the, the management structure or the service provision structure, what is it? Well, I think they have to stop ignoring the problem. This isn't just a, a problem that's arisen overnight. We, we've been having issues with CAMs for years. This is a, a systematic problem that has never really been addressed by subsequent ministers. The solution is get the people in place, provide additional support for the fantastic professionals that are already within CAMs to to ease the workload, to allow them to spend more time providing clinical intervention with the children rather than having to prescribe pills, which are just a triage system, to stabilise the children. It, it, it's not rocket I keep saying, I get frustrated because I don't believe it's rocket science. It, the problem's been there for years. Nobody's really addressed the problem for those years. Let's address it now. Let's put a plan in place mm. to actually support the most vulnerable people in our society, our ch children with mental health problems, by active, actively recruiting the individuals. If that is announced, then the parents will know that at least something is happening yeah. and we can work together with the, the CAMs in that interim period, knowing that a solution 
is being put in place. At the moment, it just seems to be that there's a problem, but there's no solution being discussed or, or implemented. Well, listen, let me introduce Grania uh, from Parents for Reform of CAMS. Uh, Grania, you're welcome to the show as well. Thank you. Can you tell me a little bit about your own situation? I suppose we have three children. They're all neurodivergent as well. So we tried to access a, um, a service for CAMS. Our first, our eldest son was 17 and he was refused a service. And then our second son was uh, waiting on a service for two years. And our youngest was 18 months waiting on the service. And after, only after a private diagnosis, he was uh, accepted into the service. So there was kind of roadblocks in place permanently. As John said, because two of the boys are autistic as well as ADHD, um, as soon as uh, an autistic diagnosis was said, you know, it was, oh no, you have to go back to CNDT. Whereas, you know, kind of their uh, anxiety and related mental health problems were always due to their autism. Um, so they needed mental health, you know, kind of, that was our priority to get the mental health mm. help going forward um, however that was very hard you know to access and it was only constant you know kind of we hear about it from GPs all the time of the roadblocks that are in place or even privately now private psychologists and private psychiatrists are being you know kind of their referrals on for children are being refused as well so there always seems to be roadblocks in place and there's no unidisciplinary um, type of care approach between primary care CNDT and CAMP. Um, and like John says, you know, kind of once you get into the system, you meet so many wonderful clinicians and, you know, who are under pressure, who mm. are understaffed and who are leaving the service in droves. And so you're dealing with it then, that's about 10 years, Grania. Kind of. Over 10 years, yeah. And ha- ha- now, has the system improved or disimproved or just stayed static in all that time? Well, I have to say, with our youngest son, he got the best service out of CAMS. And most definitely in our area now, we have a, a clinical nurse specialist for his ADHD. So he goes and meets her you know, kind of every four to five months on any problems she can bring to the team. Or, you know, kind of um, our boys were all on medication. And simply, you know, kind of as people will know, with ADHD, it's a, you don't produce enough dopamine. They needed the dopamine supplement uh, going forward. So that helped their anxiety massively. So I have to say the introduction of a ADHD clinic in our area has been fantastic. And uh, the, 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 the fix that, that uh, John Joe uh, prescribes, if we'll call it that, I mean, is that what you would agree with? Are, are you fearful to, of the kind of the centralisation that's mooted? Oh, I think we've lost Gráinne there. Gráinne? Um, oh, we, no, you're there, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, I was just trying to say, we're in the lucky position because we're in the centre uh, of the country. So we have an easy access to get, you know, kind of to any centralised services. However, I totally agree with John. If you're living in, in Donegal or if you're living in West Kerry, or, you know, kind of a centralised approach mightn't and won't work if you've got a child in crisis or you need um, easy access to the service. Well, listen, it's it's a story I, I suspect we will have to continue uh, to to cover um, before the problem is fixed. How are the kids now, Gráinne, or how are they today? 
they're wonderful young men. Now, they will always continue to have, you know, kind of mental health issues and they will dip in and out of services when needed, hopefully, um, to get back, you know, to, to access the service. I'd just like to say one thing as well. Yeah. The government are rolling out the HSC, this laundry care programme, for right care, right time, right place. However, if you were a child that has a mental health issue or that is neurodivergent in Ireland, there is no right place, right time and right care. And I am so sick of listening to the rhetoric in Ireland of it's okay to be not okay. Because if you're a child, again in Ireland, it's not okay to be not okay. Yeah, well, listen, it's uh, hard to disagree with that sentiment. Uh, John, Joe, before I let you go, um, how are your your sons, particularly, as you say, your eldest? Well, my eldest uh, at the moment is... uh the school holidays are a hard time for them because obviously they, they're, they're out of routine mm. and we are actually actively trying to get another appointment with the CAMS because the medication doesn't seem to be working for them. One other point I'll put on which appertains to my youngest child is it's not just CAMS that has to be given the support. The actual child disability network teams, they are massively under-resourced as well. In fact, one and the one in Donegal is something something like fifty to sixty percent under resourced. Yeah. So there has to be a holistic approach to looking at not just the uh, autism but mental health, and any solutions that are provided for CAMS have to go hand in hand with the CDNT as well, because yeah. one of the key things about my youngest son is he has he's had virtually no support from the Child Development Network teams for about two or three years because there is virtually no professionals in the Child Disability Network teams to provide that support. Yeah. So it, 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 and that, my big concern is that that could lead to mental issues in my youngest son going forward. So again, as I would reiterate and agree completely uh, with the previous the other caller there, yeah. that it has to be a joint activity. Yeah. And well, I agree, the government has to step in here. They've yeah. ignored it for far too long. I've Do always believed that the health of our society is how we treat the, the least vulnerable, the most vulnerable in our society. Yeah. And if, judging by what we're doing with our children, we, we are not a very well society. Now, well said. Listen, John Joe, thanks for joining us. John Joe McGinley, uh, founder of AutismDad.ie and Gronya uh, of the Parents reform of CAMS uh, group. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you everybody who shared their stories with us throughout the week and as I said unfortunately I suspect a story we will continue to have to talk about uh, on this show. Lots still to come. Don't go anywhere. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.